Welcome to the In Memory of Man podcast, a show dedicated to the brave new world of crime, artificial intelligence, and news. The future is now. Here's your host, criminal trial lawyer, researcher, and author, Robert Kiesling. Hello, welcome to the In Memory of Man podcast, Robot Crime Blog. I'm your host, Robert Kiesling. I do the research so you don't have to. I want to give a quick shout out to Sadie Chelsea of Pick Up the Pen podcast. I highly recommend you check it out. I dig it. I like it. All right, so let me give you a quick summary of this podcast. So for those of you that are on Instagram or on the go, you can maybe pick it up later or at least get the gist of it and get the news out there. Quickly, this is about thermal imagery, and it's thermal imagery is being used, is going to be used in real time throughout the state of Texas, throughout really the world, if it's not already in play. And that thermal imagery also has the capability of facial recognition. And it's being uploaded into a server, uh, a private and public servers that's been going to be used by probably your apartment complex, which uh, one of the complexes in Texas is already using, among others. And it's going to be sent up into a surveillance system a coronavirus, coronavirus surveillance system. If that doesn't concern you folks, I don't know what does. Now, let me dive into that a little further so you can kind of understand what's going on. So let me give you a scenario, right? Let's say you're at work, let's say you're at your apartment, let's say you're anywhere, let's say you, you're not even, you don't even have a temperature, but it's set that they're saying that these thermal um, imagery is going to be set at a, a hundred degrees or lower and let's say that uh, instead that when this database picks up your face it gets fed and funneled into this coronavirus surveillance system that then is picked up by another facial recognition system of law enforcement and then you are misidentified your face is misidentified in that law enforcement you're at your pool at at your apartment complex and then all of a sudden SWAT big team comes in and arrest you right in front of all your neighbors because you were misidentified in the spatial recognition system. Now, you think it probably can't happen, right? Well, the facial recognition software is is just, it's janky at best, let me put it to you that way. And how do I know that? Well, um, facial recognition misidentifies 26 California lawmakers as criminal suspects. You can get that article on my podcast. I'll, I'll also have it in the Facebook link for the blog. And one in five uh, lawmakers were misidentified. They had no criminal history and they were uh, misidentified and compared to a mugshot that said that they, that they were that criminal when they weren't. Um, and that was out of 120 lawmakers, one in five were misidentified of that. And let me quote one of the lawmakers um, that talked about this after they were misidentified. Clearly this software is faulty it really should not be used by any law enforcement agency at this point. Body cameras are there to build trust, not to tear it down. But yet they are using these systems and then you know about Clearview, if you don't know what Clearview is, the government is now using them after they, um, they've been hacked uh, multiple times and then they, have to, they recalled their facial recognition slash thermal cameras. But now they're being used to monitor us or will be used to monitor us. So it's an issue, it's a big issue. Um, and uh, I, I want to bring that to your attention. Now also, um, you know, having your apartments and then having this information, understand that it's uh, the numbers that are being fed into this algorithm that's going to be used to monitor us for the coronavirus surveillance system that's being developed by USC and Emory University to simulate and be close to the China social credit scoring. So. 
Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but um, also you can look at some of those articles um, in the military back in 2018, and the article was able to very successfully, in real time, use thermal imagery to obtain facial recognition uh, through uh, algorithms and software. But again, how one in five, what is that accuracy? It's, it's not good. And the fact that you could be identified and arrested, not only arrested, but quarantined. And now you can be arrested indefinitely and you can be quarantined indefinitely as a result of that. Think about that. And misidentified all because you're at your pool drinking a beer or a soda, whatever. Right, and then you're you're turned away from your families. You lose your job. I talked about this about China's credit system coming here. I told you the Western companies that were helping China over there didn't care about us, and now you're seeing the result of that. All right, I digress. So let's talk about this USC Emory uh, Emory creating coronavirus surveillance system similar to China's social credit score. Well, here's the here's the issues that I have with that. First of all, China's social credit system has blacklisted more than 13 million citizens labeled as untrustworthy. Now, think about that. If that's coming here, right, and, I, and I, I'm actually familiar with it, they, they've been labeled untrustworthy because either they were hanging around people that are allegedly anti-government or, or have spoken out against the Chinese government, they have either defaulted on a loan, something to that, right, we're over here, I mean, that's, that's business and it's unfortunate some people do default on the loans or actually have to file bankruptcy. Well, you're seeing a lot of the bankruptcies now actually from the coronavirus, but also, the system has also blocked three, uh, I'm sorry, 23 million Chinese citizens from traveling by train or plane. So what they do is, is first they, if let's say that you didn't pay a speeding ticket or you got a speeding ticket, right, and then you get caught in the system. Well, if you get too many of those tickets or you defaulted on your, on your business loan or, or you're having trouble, right, with your family or you get a divorce, they take all these totality of circumstances together and give you a score. And if your score hits a certain point, you won't be able to fly anymore. Hits another point, you can't take the speed train. Then you have to take another train to work, which could take you days when normally people can go back and forth in hours with either flying or the speed train. But again, the coronavirus is involved with that as well. And it's, and, and it's slowing, uh, obviously, whatever process it would be for us to go back to work in the first place. But you can kind of see where it's going. Beijing announced the system in 2015 and launched it last year. The system essentially spies on citizens in virtually every aspect of day, daily life, both online um, and uh, in real time. Folks, that's what they are trying to do with this coronavirus um, surveillance system that is tied in to the thermal imagery that is tied into the facial recognition that is going to be uploaded into servers that you have no idea who those servers are and you have no right to your own private personal information, right? Just to live. Just, this is just to live, folks. Just to live. So, again, I'm just presenting the facts to you. I mean, how much freedom is freedom worth, right? Um, lastly, I also am concerned about an article I read um, dealing with uh, Amazon, right? And so Amazon is using these uh, thermal imagery systems, and they bought, the, uh, the, they bought this system from a uh, company that was blacklisted by the United States uh, for using these thermal cameras because of the threat of China and China being able to hack into these cameras. 
Now, why does that concern me? Well, above the civil liberties and the issues that I have with that for being an employee at Amazon, I have an issue with that and the fact that here's another article also available. Um, all these articles are available on my podcast and blog. Uh, if you just check on below and you just click on the link, they'll take you there. Technocracy, Amazon, Google, and Apple have moved past monopoly status to competing directly with governments and winning. That's a recent article, April 28th, uh, 2020, recent-ish. But here's the problem. Amazon, Amazon's cloud servers host the CIA, the Department of Homeland Security, the Defense Department, and other US agencies, for example. Right? So they're hosting our most sensitive data, Amazon is, on their cloud server. And that, and that cloud server is a cousin or connected to a server, right, where you have these thermal imagery cameras that are used, that are, have facial recognition and recording everything, right, about the workers and about you to make sure that you're safe, quote unquote. That's what they're saying. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. And, and it's, it's connected. So uh, if they were blacklisted, this company was blacklisted because of the threat of hacks, but yet the Amazon is using cameras from this company on the blacklist because of that issue. And then they're also hosting our most sensitive data and servers of our government. That is a huge problem. But what are we doing about it? I, you know, I, hopefully I'm waking up anyone that's listening, uh, legislators, whoever, um, this is a problem. I understand that uh, people, they, they want to use the thermal imagery and they, everyone wants to get back to work. I, wanna, I want everyone to get back to work and I want everyone to be safe. But uh, again, um, if, if spying and then sending us to quarantine or lockdown or even worse, uh, you know, whatever they have set up um, for people that need to be in quarantine on mass numbers, if they start using this predictive policing technology that I warned you about, a prior episode ago that is absolutely faulty and I've proven that through the articles and giving you that it's nothing more than uh, downloading an app and giving inf specific information, general and specific information, along with neighbors reading on other neighbors. Um, this isn't good precedent, folks. Just understand that. I am getting, I'm running low on time, so I will go ahead and um, bid you adieu. If Skynet doesn't take over or one of one of the big AI companies, you know who you are. Um, I will see you next week. Thank you, take care, all right, bye.